Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. Hello and welcome to episode 162 of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. I am joined here today by my two wonderful co-hosts. One is my best friend. One is my best friend and my wife, Connor and Bones. How are we doing? I'm great. You're only allowed to have one best friend, though, so you got to choose. Okay, well, I have a best friend and a wife. I'll be your wife then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I'm glad we got that sorted out. Bones, you are... <clears throat> now my wife that's great that's good well i'm done so we Bye. got the we got the trio here we got the thruple we got the stool the three-legged stool mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna talk about some stuff and things today regarding new year's resolutions because obviously it is january 2nd 2023 a whole year has gone by but before we dive in i want all of you to pause the podcast or you know keep listening to my wonderful voice. Go and leave us a rating and a review. That'd be wonderful, especially if it was five stars and a whole long paragraph about why you find this podcast so awesome. I hear we have a new review to read, Bones. Why don't you dive on into that? Mail time, mail time, mail time. Uh, Yeah, so we got a new review back in November. This says, new to the podcast, but have given several episodes a listen, and each one is unique from the next. Have enjoyed this perspective on health, lifestyle, and well-being, and that is from the Gratitude Queen. So we thank you. And uh, it doesn't have to be a whole paragraph; it could just be one one sentence. We would yeah. appreciate it. It goes towards you know helping us reach all sorts of new bright minds. Yeah, and if you're new to the podcast, so it's January, and typically people are trying to get their shit together in January. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. My name's Corey. We got Connor, and we got Bones. And we are the Weekly Warriors. And if you're listening to this, you are now one of us. So welcome to the crew. And we are here to bring some fire to your ear holes and some knowledge for your brain mouths. So I'm going to turn it over to Connor. And we are going to dive into our topic for today. Cool. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Yep. I... That was fucking awesome. I'm sorry. That was fucking really cool. That was a great intro. Connor, let's keep it. Yeah, that was good. Bravo. Let's go. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. <laughs> and the way we see it, there's three schools of thought. There's start on January 1st, write your goals out, start, start in the new year. Um, there's this start now mentality. Why wait? Why wait till January 1st? Who cares what day it, day it is? Mm-hmm. Don't wait till Monday. Don't wait for the first of the month. Don't wait for New Year's. Start now. And then there's this other mentality where we're suggesting start in the spring. Don't start in the winter on January 1st. Give yourself a little time to plan, to contemplate, to get ready. And then kind of execute in the springtime. Mm-hmm. So what I'd love to do, if this sounds good to you all, I'd love to do a little round table and kind of discuss pros and cons of each approach. Because I see 
good and bad things in all of these. Yeah, yeah. that sounds great. Cool. Yeah. Bones, why don't you uh, go ahead and start? You, ha- you brought up this interesting premise of starting your, like, call it New Year's resolutions in the spring equinox. Um, and that was something that I had never, I mean, sure, it makes sense, but I never really gave it much thought. Um, so yeah, why don't you start us off with that? Yeah. Okay. So the, the idea is that you get a little bit more in tune with the, the cycles of, of nature. So instead of starting your New Year's resolutions in January, when we're in the dead of winter, everything's really dark. Um, there's nothing on the trees. You know, the, the picture is, is painted. Uh, you don't have a lot of time, a lot of energy. Things are fairly low. It's a low time to kind of just hunker down traditionally, like traditionally, like hundreds of thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago, right? People were hunkering down and trying to survive. And that was it. They weren't trying to grow or expand at all. So the idea is you wait until spring when things start to open up, the days start to get longer, things start to bloom. That's a good time to start uh, attacking any goals that you might have in your life as well. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting. And there's actually some, some studies that they've done to back this up that people uh, stick to their goals longer and actually get closer to achieving those goals by starting closer to the spring equinox, mm-hmm. which is when uh, the days start to get longer than they are short. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. Com- they were comparing two people who started on January 1st as a resolution or when days are, you know, we're, we're dark from 7.30 a.m., 8 o'clock a.m. Mm. until... Or sorry, we're, we're the only light is seven thirty a.m. until you know four thirty, four o'clock maybe. Um, so I thought that was very interesting that 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 was the case, and it makes a lot of sense. I think that the pro to that is you have January all the way till March, April to start planning how you're going to attack the spring and summer. You have time to think it out uh, and and just prepare for it. Really, instead of making a just because it's New Year's Eve, I'm going to make these the the resolutions and do it most like a false start. So you have time to like give yourself grace, um, plan for it, mentally prepare, and then go after it. Yeah, that's an interesting approach that I hadn't heard of before this. So you're leaning into seasonal energies. Mm-hmm. So spring. We naturally start to feel more energized because we're coming out of hibernation. And by waiting, waiting till the spring, you're giving yourself that time to plan, which I think gets overlooked a lot. Mm-hmm. I think people kind of forget the contemplation, planning, prep stage, and they kind of dive in without having a clear path. Yeah. I think that's true. The- Leading up to New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, it's we live such a crazy life too. That we're swept away in Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, and we're swept away into New Year's Eve. We don't have time to do that contemplation or that review and that self evaluation of what do we actually want. We're just swept into other potentially other people's resolutions, and we reflect that on ourselves mm-hmm. in the yeah. heat of the moment, basically. Yeah, I um. I think it's it's an interesting I don't know that I necessarily agree, but I can roll with the fact that especially in a place like Michigan where Connor and I live, it's 
January is the dead of winter. We are uh, in the midst of it, and it can be really hard for a lot of people to get up and get out and do stuff. And I, you, Bones, you made a really, really good point. The holidays are like enveloping for people. So you've got Thanksgiving, which feels like it's very closely followed by Christmas, which is typically always centered around family time and food and a lot of times uh, drinking um, and like generally unhealthy, like unhealthy behaviors. You're less focused on maybe like health and wellness goals. And so I like the idea of taking some time and having a really solid plan because I'm putting myself back in back in time when I was still trying to figure some things out and learn. And um, man, I remember. Yeah, it was like July. It was, you know, December 31st. And you're sort of grasping at straws like, what am I doing starting tomorrow besides being hung over? Um, And yeah, there wasn't much of a plan because I had no idea. And the thing that turned that around in 2018, when I was sort of like starting to get on track a little bit, I had a I had a lot of time prior to um, January 1st that I put a lot of thought and effort into, like probably a solid month and a half of consistent like listening to podcasts like uh, Chasing Excellence with Ben Bergeron was like game changer for me. Um, and talking like bones. I remember we were talking a lot about all these different things that I was learning about and having a mindset shift and having a plan in place that took some time. So like, I like that aspect of this idea of waiting to act, so to speak, Mm -hmm. like having a solid plan in place, but, um, it's just, it goes so against the grind and my, my, follow-up question for you bones about this um and connor too when we look at like new year's new year's is seen and it's interesting because the the new year is in the dead of winter most places but it's seen as like rejuvenation it's a fresh start it's anything is possible um for someone who i don't know what do you like what do you think about that it being in this time of the season and why is it this time where it's like I can start tomorrow and it's a whole fresh start? Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Why isn't that like any time of the year? Yeah. Well, I think the the new year could potentially be just an overcompensation from the holidays as well. Like we just said, we go out and drink New Year's Eve and then be hung over New Year's Day. And then we overcompensate and go to the gym or whatever for, you know, there's a lot of people go for a couple of weeks or shorter or a little bit longer. Um. I think that even though this makes sense where the springtime is natural and things are starting to bloom and open up and days are longer and that makes, in theory, sense, um, I think there is something with the naturalistic fallacy or natural fallacy of just because it comes from nature means it's good. Mm-hmm. So that's a fallacy. That's not true. There's plenty of things in nature that aren't good. Yeah plenty of diseases and plants and shit that will kill you. I, I think there is something to that where you don't want to completely buy in and just wait till the springtime and give yourself uh if you're not genuinely giving yourself a preparation period. If you're using it as like, oh, I'll worry about it in the springtime and not do anything, 
then that's that's the fallacy of it. Then it's not working for you. You're not using it appropriately. So in that case, sure, I know starting the new year is a, is a fresh start, and it's a lot of good motivation for a lot of people. Um, and that's fine. Go for it. I mean, I think everybody should just start and find out what they really want. And if they start something and it's you fiddle off or whatever, and it's not what you really wanted, and there's still a, a progress and lesson in that. If you view it through that lens of, of that and not, oh, I'm just, a, I'm a failure or, uh, I just can't do it. Right. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Connor, what do you think? Yeah, I see. I was thinking about the same thing with this whole idea of wait till spring to start. It, it could encourage delaying just that delaying mindset and there's this idea that people want to wait for the perfect time to start. Mm -hmm. And I think you could fall into that mindset of, oh, I'm going to wait till the spring because that's when my life will be perfect, perfectly mm -hmm. aligned for me to make changes. And the reality is there is no perfect time, right? The spring is yeah. not going to feel, it might feel better energetically, but there's still going to be stress. There's still going to be work there's still going to be life ebbs and flows mm -hmm. so i was thinking about that and then yeah this whole idea of starting january 1st is interesting and i think just the industry caters to it mm. so everyone else is starting january 1st mm -hmm. it's almost this shared mentality of yeah your especially your social circles the people you hang out with but also all of everything we hear through the media is all about New Year's resolutions. Hey, what's your new New Year's resolutions? Um, and I think a lot of I mean, the programs cater to it. Gyms cater it. They offer deals at this time. Mm -hmm. They offer programs. So barrier to entry is a little bit lower because they're trying to hook people during this time of year. Mm -hmm. So it's tempting. It's really tempting to buy into that. Yeah. It's a really interesting point because it's 100% true. Like this is now January 1st. It's almost like a whole nother holiday. You know how like after Thanksgiving, there's Black Friday and it's become this really um, capitalistic uh, endeavor to like just make money. We get sick deals, bro. And um, it's, it's interesting because January 1st has almost become that for Christmas. And um, it's like, all right, well, you've just indulged now for the last two months because most people, and I, I know that's a general statement, but it's very true, and I can speak to that from experience. Most people are going to say, Thanksgiving comes around, I'm going to eat like total shit from now until December 31st, and then, and then I'm going to finally get my shit together. And all of this marketing comes out, all these programs come out, all these Instagram coaches pop up. I mean, you name it, it's there, it's ready for you. And it's like a whole it's like Black Friday for for health and wellness, which probably isn't a great thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the amount of mental con like confusion that can go on on New Year's Eve too, just from all the bombardment from media and all this stuff and different coaches and different uh different perspectives. So there was a really funny thing that I sent Jess the other day, it was on Instagram a reel. And it was like New Year's resolutions. I'm going to start eating healthier. And this guy was like, just like eating eggs first. He's like, you know, starting my thing. I'm eating healthy in the morning, eating eggs. 
And then he oh. opens up his phone and the coach, there's an, he's listening to a coach of like five reasons why I don't eat eggs anymore. They'll ruin yeah. your skin. And he's like, oh, so he like, I'm going to make oatmeal, starts making oatmeal. And he like looks at his phone. And he's like three reasons why oatmeal is ruining your health. I don't even, wouldn't even give oatmeal to horses. So he like gets rid of the oatmeal. He starts like <laughs> drinking water and he opens up his phone and it's some girl like why I don't drink water anymore and why you shouldn't either. And he's yeah. like, fuck, what the Dude, fuck? Yeah. And it's like, that's, it's, it's like yeah. so, uh, it can be so paralyzing because you're getting so many different views and you want to almost like internalize that and please those people that you're looking up mm-hmm. to by, by following what they do. But then that becomes paralyzing because everyone's saying has some sort of opinion about every single thing. Yeah. I think like what helped me turn some things around was I, I pushed out a lot of noise around January 1st um, when, I, when I had developed some knowledge and some awareness of some of my problems. And I, I pushed away a lot of that noise because there is so much noise about January 1st and all the things that you should do in 2023 and blah, 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 blah. Um, and part of that was kicking the term resolutions out of my vocabulary for at least that year. Because resolutions is something that everyone, it's, a, it's that buzzword, right? People are like, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? Well, I'm going to lose 100 pounds, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. And that had never worked for me. New Year's resolutions were always a really shallow, like very surface level goal setting. And so something that worked really well for me going into, and I've done this every year since, is I use the SMART goal um format which I learned from Ben Bergeron. I tell you what, I probably listened to I don't know 80 hours of Ben Bergeron podcast episodes in late 2018 that like changed the game for me, but smart goals were what I mean, I set some pretty awesome goals. I wish I had them in front of me. They're in my journal. Um but smart goals are S being specific, so who, what, when, where and why. M is measured. So you can't improve what you don't measure, right? So like bones, we've talked about this before when we talked about wild health. Um, it's data. It can be scary data, but at the end of the day, it's you have to measure it because you have to have the knowledge to move forward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, A, which is achievable. So it's got to be challenging, but not impossible. Um, you want things that you're going to be able to achieve, even if they're going to take some hard work. Um, because if you just set like, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds this year, chances are you're probably not. Um, you can try to do that, but if you don't, then that's going to just reinforce, like, why should I even try? Um, R, which is relevant. So closely connected to some sort of objective. So connecting your goal with something that is really important to you. And then T, which is timed. Um, and this is just like some accountability. So like picking a date at, by which you can hold yourself accountable to. Um, and I remember I kept mine really simple. In 2018, I, I made three SMART goals. And one of those I'm still working on. Like it's still at the forefront of my mind. And I've gotten close to it, but I'm still working on it. But others, like I've achieved almost every year that I've set SMART goals, I've achieved those goals. Um, and so instead of talking about resolutions, you're going to talk about real concrete, 
goals, missions, whatever you want, whatever word you want to use that's not resolution, because I think resolution just has some sort of bullshit connotations. I have some yeah. I have some thoughts about smart goals. Yeah. Let's yeah. 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 I well, I'm going to ask this question. As a coach, I've really gotten away from smart goals, from using smart goals. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain why, but I want to ask this question first, which is you just outlined all these benefits of smart goals. Mm-hmm. What what could be bad about smart goals? The one thing I noticed um, with smart goals is they're um, it's good and bad, but they're really specific. Mm. So that helped me, but mm-hmm. for someone else that might not be helpful. And I'm not saying smart goals are the answer, but it's better than just making like a one sentence resolution. So. But yeah, I could see like it being because it's so specific, it not being um, useful for some people. Yeah. What do you think, Bones? Smart goals? Yeah. What could be what could backfire in creating smart goals? Man, I don't, I don't know. I want you to tell me. Can I go again? Yeah. yeah. I think another thing, too, and this is with all goals. So the more you don't achieve goals, the more that re- it's a ne- like negative reinforcement. Um, so if somebody doesn't understand the actual like, OK, goal setting needs to be realistic um, and they fail, it's just continuing to reinforce that fail- failure mindset is, I guess, what I'll call it. Um, whereas if you set smaller goals, like I'm going to focus on drinking if pick an obligatory amount of water every day. So for me, it's a gallon for someone else. It could be half a gallon, whatever, but you start with that one habit and you achieve that every day, that success builds, and then you can start to, to branch out with your goals. So that the, the positive and negative reinforcement. Yeah, totally. I get people all the time that come with, come to me and they say, okay, here's my smart goal for the week without me even prompting them. They've most people know what smart goals are. Most people have thought about them. They're almost always very lofty, Mm -hmm. very lofty. All right, I'm going to work out every day for an hour, drive to the gym at 6 a.m. And it's specific, it's measurable, it's questionable if that's attainable. So that's kind of the one that you want to dig into a little bit. But mm-hmm. the issue with smart goals is either way, it locks you into a really concrete mm. behavior. And so where people falter is when real life gets in the way and they miss a day. And it can set them up for that all or nothing thinking where they, they, didn't, they didn't meet their goal. They mm-hmm. didn't meet their goal. And so then they think, oh, I failed. It's failure, it's shame, it's whatever. Yeah. Even though if they worked out three days that week, that's still measurable improvement. Yeah. Yeah, I think so it is that kind of negative reinforcement if they make too lofty of a goal. Okay. Yeah. So, go ahead. I was going to say... I, what I think a better approach is, is to like, yeah, really consider your actions. Okay, let's say you want to move more. 
and then focus on really small attainable steps. But then focus on developing, focus on the consistency piece more than the rest of the stuff. So instead of saying, because what I want to encourage is to create behaviors that flex with real life. So if I, for exercise to count for me, it has to happen at a gym in the morning for an hour. But if I can't attain that on any given day, then I need to also set a lower limit of I'm going to do you know, 10 minutes of accessory on my living room floor. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm still clocking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm still developing the consistency and I'm also developing like encouraging that identity of, I am someone who exercises daily, not I go to the gym daily. It's I, you have to figure out what people are really saying. So when they set a smart goal, what are you really saying? You're saying, I want to be the type of person that goes to the gym and exercises for an hour every day. So that's mm-hmm. the goal they set. Okay, that's not really their goal, though. I don't really care if they meet that goal or not. What they're saying is, I value movement. Movement is important to my health. I want to prioritize it. Man, so let's work, I, let's work on doing that on those things. Let's prioritize movement. But that can look differently yeah. every day. So, so setting a range of, you know, 10 minutes on the floor versus going to the gym for an hour. You, you just have to do one of those things within that range or in the middle of that range could be go for a walk or a bike ride type of thing. And so it's staying consistent with that and the results will always follow. Yeah. Yes, because you're I, developing you're developing the pattern and the identity of. I am somebody who values yeah. movement and exercise. Yeah. And that's more important than actually going to the gym for an hour at 6 a.m. to work out. Man, what a, I'm really happy you went there because I was immediately, once we heard, I heard SMART goals and Ben Bergeron, I thought of, of I'm going to reverb what was said on his podcast uh, years ago, probably. I don't even know when, but Whoopi. You guys remember Whoopi? Yeah. yeah. Wishing, hoping. Uh, outcomes, obstacles. I can't remember the P, but the <laughs> I is um, the I is is I'm the type of person to, and the mm. E is execute. So if you identify as I'm the type of person to do this, then you're gonna circle back to the other things. The obstacles won't matter as much because you're the type of person to do this to make it happen. So man, once you started saying that, I was like, man, shit's firing again. I remember all that stuff and. That was the biggest difference. I've used that. I'm the type of person to, and it really has helped a lot in my life. I think with goal setting in general, like regardless of what system you use, you have to have some awareness about like, Connor, that's a great point because I didn't even think to mention that was a huge part of my transformation when I was making goals. Like I'm going to read what my, my 2019, one of my 2019, I put in, uh, quotes, resolutions. So the what was um, not allow emotions or lack of willpower dominate food and training. And how am I going to do that? Practice mindfulness, read three to five times a week, and reach out to positive friends and family. 
um, and train three to five times a week. So training, I knew like that could be a walk. That could be what I mean, there's a variety of different things that that could be. And then who do I need to be to achieve that is be someone who stays focused and makes informed and mindful decisions. Um, So like that was, I mean, for me, those were pretty specific, but also like very attainable goals. Like training three to five times a week is extremely achievable. Reading or like practicing mindfulness three to five times a week, very achievable. And it wasn't just like, I'm going to go at 6 a.m. and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to do it under a waterfall every, every day. Um, because like, I love that. I mean, that's a great point. I think a lot of people get caught up in like, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week um, and train for two hours a day and eat 500 calories a day. And that's just not realistic. So, yeah, like, I think having actual goals, that's why I brought up the smart goals thing, like having these well thought out and uh, extremely self-aware goals is what's going to make the difference for people, especially if you're just starting out on your on your journey. But even like in mid journey, um, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to share one another one from the following year. One of my goals um, I will pursue meaningful and real career change. I will further my education and seize opportunity when it presents itself. And I'm going to complete the program that I'm in by July 2020 or before. Um, I like, I, I don't know why I shared that one, but like, it's a different example of a different goal that I set for myself a year later. Um, it's not specific, it's not incredibly specific, but it was tailored to me and what I knew I needed to do. But it gave me a little bit of leeway to to work the process a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of value in just writing those things down too, because you mm-hmm. sit there, you really carve out time and space to. Well, none, get clear. and then you can go back and you can look at them, um, and and be reminded about it. Right, which a lot of people don't do. In my experience, mm-hmm. they really lose sight. Well, I think people can remember their goals of, oh, I said I was going to do X, Y, and Z, and I didn't do those things. But what matters more is people lose sight of their reason why. Yeah. Their, their big picture goal of why did you set out to write a goal in the first place? Mm-hmm. And it's usually much, much bigger, much deeper that goes beyond aesthetics. It's usually, oh, I want to safeguard my health against disease and illness. I want to be an active grandparent. I want to prepare my body for having a family. Um, There are these deep motivations. And sometimes if you work with someone for a couple months and you ask them to recall, like, hey, what made you want to? start this journey in the first place they will sometimes say i have no idea i don't Mm -hmm. even remember or their reason why the reason why was not their actual reason why in the first place sure that Mm. absolutely and i i think we can all speak to that from experience i man writing down the goals is a great idea too because it does allow you to put pen on paper and flesh it out but another thing about probably or a last thing before we move on maybe to the third part of this episode 
is around January 1st, the resolutions, we're around friends and family a lot. Resolutions are probably a talk, uh, at least somewhat. And it feels really good to talk about your goals. Sure. To talk yeah. about what you're going to do. It's like dopamine hit, especially when you're drinking. Like, oh man, let's get so fit this year. Let's, let's, yeah. Like, Let's do 75 hard. Let's do while you're pounding your seventh uh, bush light. <laughs> let's lose 10 pounds. You know, let's let's go save ten thousand dollars, whatever. Yeah. And it feels really good. It's like a dopamine rush. It's like sex. And then the 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 execution does not feel good. When you gotta wake up to the next morning and places. Yeah. yeah it, start. It's hard. So to actually write it down and flesh it out and have an emotional pull to it beyond just brain chemistry of feeling good talking about it uh is really big Mm -hmm. the act of writing what you just said bones made me think the act of actually writing it down it's almost like a commitment statement too it deepens to yourself to your person yeah it deepens your personal commitment well let's talk about the the third part a so we talked about starting in the spring which is interesting that was kind of new to us this year Uh, I think there's pros and cons to that. We talked about actually starting on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, uh, obviously the most popular. But then there's a third one, which I'm also a huge fan of, which is just fucking start right now. Start on March 1st or October 2nd or is that your? That's not October 2nd is my birthday, buddy. Is it your birthday? Uh, Start on your birthday. Start on your birthday. Start on uh, July 18th. Who gives a shit? Just start. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because the idea of starting in the spring in the planning phase, in a way, is the start of something anyway. Because the planning phase could look like I'm going to listen to podcasts. I'm going to start writing down my smart goals, my whoopies, my five whys towards these goals. And then the execution of I'm going to start going to the gym in the spring. But the start, just, just start tomorrow, could look like, all right, I'm going to start listening to these podcasts. I'm going to stop listening to my true crime podcast. I'm going to start listening to some self-development stuff. I'm going to start writing down my goals or I'm going to start walking tomorrow. And I think that's insanely powerful too, because I mean, that, that can come from uh, some sort of trauma as well. You know, uh, like it's whatever date of the year and something happens, you get a health report or something like that. And you're like, no, I got to change right now. Uh, and, and that's the power of starting now or an emotional response or a breakup or, you know, who, anything. Think, think of it, name it. I think a lot of good things can come out of hardships like that, of just starting now. Um, and I think people will stick to things like that, just start now, from some sort of hardship, from a bad health report, whatever. Yeah, for so I'm sure. I'm a big fan of just start now. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I love... Th- just start now. And again, when I, when I talk to you guys about all of this, I was literally the poster child for everything you shouldn't do. So I'd lay in bed and I'd think, okay, tomorrow's the day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go do the things and I'm going to eat right and whatever. And I'd wake up and I didn't do any of it. And that would compound every day and every day and, and so on and so forth until I finally got to a point like Bones, you were saying, you hit that like catalyst. You get to your your fuck it point where it's like, I'm done. I have had enough and I am starting now. Like it's it begins now. And I'm a big proponent of that. Um and for me, like 
I, I did what I knew. Like I knew how to go to the gym and work out, but I started diving into new stuff too. So like you said, like learning podcasts, books, looking for recommendations about, you know, you call it self-help, whatever. Um, and just diving into some of this stuff that was a whole new world to me. And it made it a lot easier. But yeah, like now when like Connor and I talked about like doing the Awaken Warrior stuff, it was like, okay, we're starting our next meal. Um, we're we're gonna stop buying processed foods, we're gonna cook all our meals at home, and it starts now. Um, and there's a lot of power to that. Having that control to just be like, Man, I am no longer gonna accept the conditions of which by which I'm living my life. And I'm going to start doing something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I this year see. was funny because real quick, I'm just going to finish yeah. this thought. It was funny because ju- the January 1st, uh, New Year's Eve was on a Saturday. January 1st was on a Sunday. We went to the gym on Sunday morning and there was nobody there. And it's like, I bet everyone's coming Monday because it was like too hard to start Sunday because Everyone's hung over. Everybody's tired. Everybody, whatever. But that's like, why are you waiting? Again, it's you're starting the, the new year off j- the same way you ended the previous year. Um, so yeah, like don't wait. Start now. What is whatever your goal is going to be? Start doing it now. Start learning. Getting awareness. We talked in the five superpowers episode. That's episode two. Awareness is literally number one. You can't change anything unless you know it's a problem. So either you need to do some self-reflection and figure out what your problem is, or you need to find some people that you trust and like figure it out. But ultimately it comes down to you deciding that you're not willing to live the way you've been living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's sometimes that's gotta be some of the most powerful changes starting now not waiting for a resolution. You want to know what my moment was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dude, moment was, yeah, I know you know, but for those of you who don't know, my moment, my fuck it moment, I was standing on the top of Monarch Mountain snowboarding, and I tried to bend over to fucking buckle my snowboard boots, and I couldn't because my gut was too big. And I like stood up and had this epiphany of like, holy shit, what have I done to myself? Mm-hmm. I through binge drinking and emotional eating and all this stuff, and that was like the beginning of a major transformation um, podcast from everything that I, everything that I ingested, whether it was knowledge, food, everything mindset was all about growth. And for a little bit, like I went, I mean, you got to kind of go to a crazy place to make some crazy changes. Like I became a fucking Viking warrior for the entire month of January. There was no stopping me. It was awesome. I loved it. I, if I could go back, and do that month all over again, I would totally do it because the energy that was around that was just amazing. And when you really dive in and like accept the process and let yourself just dive in, I lost like 25 pounds in January of 2019 and I had a fuck ton of fun doing it. Um, and so, yeah, like that moment, maybe you haven't hit rock bottom yet, but you know, if you can't bend over and tie your shoes and you're not pregnant, 
You should probably start to take a look at your life a little bit. I can't tie my shoes. You can't? <laughs> She's getting there. Oh, wait, can you tie your shoes? Corey's going to start tying my shoes for me. Oh, I'm going to get her Velcro get... sneakers. Yeah. Slip, slip on. Slippies. Slippies. Man, yeah, I was, that's such a great point. And I was going to, I was going to feed off of something you said a while ago. I'm still going to say it, but it doesn't exactly flow off what you just said, but I still appreciate what you said, um, is that going off the natural, like starting in the spring and the just start now mentality is that there are seasons, obviously, and on earth, and they all have to wait for each other. Yeah. But we're not trees. We're not bushes, right? We don't need to wait to bloom our, bloom our leaves. We can bloom in winter if we want to. So don't be a tree. Make the fucking change. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. don't be a tree. I'm, I'm reminded of so many conversations that I have with folks. And just recently, I had a conversation with someone who told me, February. I'm going to go to the, I'm going to start going to the gym in February. I was like, yeah, tell me more. What you're, what are you thinking? (laughs) And the plan was to miss the new year's hype and the new year's craziness. Sure. Start a month later. And then also there was this thought that, oh, next month I won't feel stress from work. Okay. Um, but I hear that was one conversation, but I hear from people all the time. Oh, I'll, I'm going to start Monday because Monday just seems like a very natural starting point of the week. And so I get that a lot. A lot of people start at the first of the month. It's just interesting that that's the way we're programmed to think. You know what though? Um, Monday, when you get in the right mindset, Monday can be a beautiful thing. Because I remember being super excited for Monday because the weekend there was no workouts. I couldn't go to the CrossFit gym. There was no workouts. So like Saturday, Sunday, I was just like sitting there, you know, bouncing in my chair waiting for Monday. So yeah, I mean, it all depends on your attitude on Monday. Like, fuck yeah, it's Monday. I get a chance to fuck this week up. And or like, yep, I'm going to start on Monday. Like, it's just I think it. It's all about how you look at Monday. That's the difference of the start of, of having a really big emotional motivation, having really good energy, and probably a good team in your corner. Yeah, I had a good team in my you're corner. Psyched. You're psyched <laughs> to start, and you're psyched for Monday. You're psyched to train. You're psyched to eat good, and you have good support. Your spouse is on board. Girlfriend's on board, whatever, boyfriend. That's, that, that's, that's the effect of that. Yeah. It's hard do, to do that on your own. What do we observe at the gym every single week, though? Monday is busy. Tuesday, busy. Mm, yeah, yeah. Wednesday, nobody's there. Thursday, mm-hmm. nobody's there. Friday, crickets. That's what we that's mm-hmm. what we observe every week at the gym. So when I hear I'm gonna start Monday or I'm gonna start in February, that implies to me they're not ready. They're not ready. They're contemplating this change. They're not ready to take action. Because the idea of starting on Monday is, oh, I'll get it right next week. I'll change my life. Yeah, Yeah, I'll change my life. I'll make movement a priority in February. And I'm not saying that January is busy and stressful. I'm just saying 
February. There's nothing magical about Monday. There's nothing nothing magical about February. Yep. And so what I would do is I would I would kind of nudge those people a little bit. You don't want to push them. You don't want to push people because if they're in contemplation stage, they're not ready to to take action. So if you push them towards action too soon, they'll rebel against it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not ready. So but you can say, all right, yeah, let's wait till February. Totally. You make really great points. But again, it goes, what's behind what they're saying? They're going to go to the gym in February. So what you're telling me is movement is really important and you want to prioritize movement in your lifestyle all the time. So what does it, what's a small step in movement look like for you this week? And it could be call the gym to get information. Start driving by the gym on your commute home from work. So that becomes your new normal. Hmm. Um, James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits, he talks about he tells this great story of this guy who 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 broke his goals down into these really tiny two minute like snidbits. So like he was like, I want to go to the gym. So day one, he he drives home from work and he drives past the gym. Day two, he or week two, he drives, he parks his car in the gym parking lot and then pulls out and goes home. <laughs> and then week three, he parks his car, he gets out, he walks up to the front door, he turns around, gets back in his car and goes home. And he does this. He just keeps doing this. Every week he builds just a little bit more and he adds this like one to two minute increment. And I really like this story because I like this idea that the heaviest weight at the gym is the front door. The hardest part is getting over the hurdle of just going. But then once you're there, it becomes easier. But also this guy was really successful. He ended up you know, really incorporating movement into his lifestyle. He went to the gym every day after work, no matter what. And he ended up losing like 100 pounds because he just kept building. And it was, again, it goes back to you're building the pattern, but the commitment, the time commitment doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, that's super cool. I've never Mm -hmm. heard that story before. I could imagine... That I mean, I under, totally get that, and I think that would be really effective. I love that you said the heaviest weight of the gym is the front door. That's super cool. It's true. There's there's also a, a kind of funny side to this where you see that like people observing him potentially, like day <laughs> day eight, he like walks in, grabs it, touches the dumbbells, and then yeah. walks out. Yeah. Day nine, <laughs> grabs the dumbbells, picks them up. Puts yeah. it back, walks out. Everyone's like, what yeah. is this guy doing? Yeah, what is the what <laughs> is going working his on? way into it? But yeah. hey, shit, you come see that guy a year from there, from now. Right. Totally different dude. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, you guys want to start wrapping up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's put a bow on it. Okay. Let's put a bow on it. Connor, did you have um uh, did you do any, did you make notes like recap? Uh, yeah. You want me to do a little recap? Yeah. Let's, let's do recap. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's put a bow on this episode. Um, so Connor, let's recap kind of what we talked about today. Yeah. So we covered 
these three schools of thought when it comes to setting New Year's resolutions. And the first one being start on New Year's Day, start January 1st. And there there are lots of pros and cons to doing that. Um, You know, motivation is typically at an all time high. Everyone else is doing it. Um, And there's lots of programs that cater to it. So there's a low barrier to entry. It can be really easy to start on January 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's lots of cons too. You can kind of have this little false start where you're not ready. You don't really have a plan yet. You haven't really thought through something that's attainable and realistic. Um, and then the second approach we talked about was... I think the camp that I fall under and we all kind of fall under, which is the start now approach. Mm -hmm. Like why wait for a hypothetical, magical or perfect time? You can start taking action right now, no matter what that looks like. And then we also introduced this new idea that Bones brought to the table, which is start in the spring. This is where you can equinox challenge. (laughs) The spring equinox, you can lean into seasonal energies. It gives you time to contemplate and plan your course of action. Um, But it's still kind of encouraging a delayed start because Mm -hmm. if these things are important to you, why can't you make them important right now? Um, And yeah, I was thinking about this. Because I think some people might be listening to this saying, well, what, what approach is best for me? The approach that's best for you is whatever approach is best for you. Yeah. The one that gets you moving and doing yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The one that you stick to and actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think going uh, to close it up, <clears throat> find the thing that works for you. No matter what you pick, I think we advocate for the smart goals or the whoopee. So the whoopee, I did go look it up. Wishing, hoping, uh, out- obstacles, outcomes, plan. And the I is I'm the type of person who, which we talked about. And the E mm-hmm. is execute. Get the, fuck, get the fuck to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, dig deep into your goals. Ask yourself why you even want it. The five whys. Keep asking why until you get to the root root cause. So. I, I think we advocate starting with those and, and getting after it no matter what day of the year it is. So Corey, any last thoughts, send us home, close us out. All right. Listen, when this episode comes out, it's going to be January 3rd, Tuesday. And what you got to ask yourself is what have I done so far? I went out on Saturday night Maybe with friends, maybe alone, maybe with family. Drank too much alcohol. Woke up late on Sunday. Thought, well, I'll try tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow is today. So the best advice I can give you is get out, get up, stop making excuses. Find something that works for you and go and do it. And if you guys need anything or you need encouragement or you need a helpful word of advice, we're here for you. The Weekly Warriors, where we discover your warrior within. We like meat. <laughs>